0: It's rewind time. You hit it from the back.
1: You
0: hit it from the back.
1: I not make it clap,
0: but hello 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 welcome to it i don't know why to <laughs> message you to intro as intro us and she honestly acted like she didn't see shit. how are you guys <laughs> doing the one the only the tenacity how are you doing <laughs> <Winter>? <laughs> i didn't
1: What's see popping? i didn't see the message Kan ni bonaman. So hello, hello. I need trial when are you gonna be doing the things for us? But hi guys, I'm, I'm Bonganis co-host. <laughs> and no, I love it Bongani
0: here. is Ponza's co-host.
1: <laughs> welcome, welcome, Bongani. <laughs> How are you doing?
0: Well, I'm doing quite alright in yourself. How are you doing?
1: I'm I'm chilled. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm the only adult who wants to sleep so much, but I am just, I'm good though, nonetheless.
0: You're good nonetheless. I mean, I don't think you're the only adult who wants to sleep so much. I would choose a nap over anything (laughs) any day.
1: Do you think we're boring? Give me the opportunity
0: to to nap. I don't I don't think we're boring but I mean it just gets um really scary when you look at the mental health side of things and the reasons oh, yeah. why people nap. Yeah. I think that's let's say I'm just like oh my goodness oh my goodness not to and not to somber the mood
1: yeah but, but I get, you know like so. but sometimes it has that vibe Yeah, mainly for me I wouldn't like the reason would be like I'd rather not participate in the world and sleep so that is like dampening the mood like I would stay home for oh, like an invite i know oh my god and it's not that bad but i'd like if people invite <laughs> me if people invite me out and it's something not productive like for something i want to do like creating content or it's gonna like like if i'm not working or something then i don't come i'm like oh no i'm not home i'm somewhere if
0: it doesn't serve you if it doesn't yeah. serve you you don't show up mhm that's a that's a lesson i'm struggling to adapt for myself you know i'm so really? used to being in a space where where we well my i don't want to say i 'm so used to I just want to say um uh, a value for me is showing up for people, showing up for your friends, even when you're oh, not yeah. there even when you 're not a hundred showing mm. up for people and showing them that regardless of what you go through like you you've still got me you know um so oh. it's a little sometimes to just be like you know what i'm not gonna go even though i'm not feeling my greatest i'm just like you know what i'm not oh, feeling my greatest love language. But, I'll, but i'll go so that this person yeah oh okay well there there it is full stop my no, no, whole I mean, thousand word language, essay you do
1: it, but i think you, you
0: summarized it into one it, sentence <laughs> but yes it is no, that no, but it,
1: it's beautiful also but i think maybe also maybe like if you're saying like if you're not feeling yourself um it's also not nice for you to go also go out there and take energy sensing shop like even pe- people know like yeah. generally people know that you show up and that's your thing and if you don't do it once there must be understanding yeah so that's really nice but just also create the boundary i i know ma'am i'm not i'm not postponing this one i'm sitting hey, this one out
0: the hot word for 2021 is boundaries hey
1: yes yo no i'm big on that one this year Everyone like
0: i wonder like if if we all if we all are establishing boundaries in 2021 i hope is a respect her again like naturally I, uh, so
1: yes but Doubt i think people it. respect um respect people who have boundaries it shocks them because you're not used to it you're you know what i mean like i remember like i also never used to know like you know oh, oh. Because I'll be like, oh, this is just me. Like, people just need need to ex- ex- expect Jorge Bonta's just going to come and do this. And I'm just like, that's wrong. That's, like, the people who say, ah, oh, yeah, she's like that. No, that is, like, also, like, I don't want people to stomach me. Like, they just be like, oh, you know what, she's, yeah, that's how she is. And,
0: Ay, you know, un-
1: I don't un- like j- that. I want, I want somebody to be fully saying oh I want her here and oh my goodness it's so amazing when she's around and and not oh okay oh, she's like that shame like you'll get used to her like you know she's our friend she's like the bad apple uh uh-uh, uh I don't like that <laughs> so boundaries are important for yourself and other people
0: boundaries are important for yourself and definitely for other people and I think that's mm. what it's so interesting for the word on the street that we have this week we're asking oh, okay. you like how do you treat people who owe you Money, So let's take a bit of a break, and then we'll get straight into it on the street. word on the street.:
2: thing
0: about so, this is Shilo, speaking about people who owe you money What do you do to them? Do you knock on their door over and over? Are you petty? Or do you just let it go? you know? Just ah, you know what? Whenever they see me, they're gonna know that there's that thing between us you know um mm. what sort of a person are you, and how do you handle it Punta would you like to take would you like to kick us off on this one my dear
1: Oh, I definitely love to um i I think I'm like those people who like i mean i don't i'm <laughs> maybe I'm not rich, but I mean a lot of people don't ask me for money or ask me for okay like. Yeah, like, people, if they ask me for things, I've only had one an encounter with one person, like, if they borrowed my things, like, I have to always fetch it, you know what I mean? But, like, if yeah. I'm giving out something that is money, I don't expect it back. It's almost like I treat it like that. I I will only give it away if I know I don't need it.
2: Really? You understand?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if you come now, and I'm hustling, and you're like, once a couple of 1,000, I'm just like, dude, that's. Reaching I'm not a lawyer but like If you came and, and you needed a 150 And I know this is not a money I had any plans for I don't It's not going to affect me in any way I will give it Wait yeah so
0: you Have money that you generally Don't have plans for It, it happens in your life And you literally just said maybe I'm Not rich but now you literally just said I have money no, and that I, mean, I don't like, Have plans for
1: I mean, <laughs> maybe let's say this week now nah, i don't i have to i don't need to go anywhere transport wise now nah? and then somebody's like mm-hmm. oh can i please borrow 150 it's urgent for what 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 and i'm like the most important yeah. thing for me would be like i need to get somewhere maybe a list of top three things that would stop me from getting to the next step in my life be it that i need to go to work yeah. or what, what 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 so usually that would be transport and food that would be like my main priority because i'm at home it's not like i must pay lights or whatever so that's the only thing so if yeah. i'm like oh, you know what This one, I've got money i put aside for that. And this one was just going to be like, okay, on Sunday, let's meet at Blue Room. I'm going to go hang out a bit. This is just for like me showing appearance to have like three drinks and I go. And I'm not doing that. Or maybe I'm not feeling it's of importance. And I'll obviously be, be asked by someone who's close to me. I will borrow. I'll say I'm borrowing you. But in my head, I'm just like, if it comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't, it doesn't but I'm I'm already preparing myself not to have this hinder our relationship because money is that thing. It does that. So I'm just like already like, God, let me release it in any way. So every time, even when I give away money or whatever, I'm like, God, I just hope this will plant whatever seed. So I'm not doing it with a thing out. I'm borrowing. Now I'm going to be stressed because Mm. I feel like the Mm -hmm. issue is that Mm -hmm. we will borrow bigger, some amount of money. Like now I'm like, Bonnie, I'm desperate. I need 1000. You know that I don't have a stable income. You're like, Oh, let me be a good Samaritan then that's where the problem is. And especially if you're going to use money, you know, you need, you know, it's for your petrol, but you're like, okay, this week I'm not going anywhere, but like next week, Monday, can you bring it back for sure? The person's like, yes. Yeah. Then now you're in an awkward position. So that's what I don't like. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just be like, God, you know what? I just hope I'm planting a seed with this. Like God knows my heart. If that person wants to do trash, they'll do trash, but I'll just do it with the intention that it doesn't come back. And usually when it comes back, I'm pretty shocked. I am like, oh nice an extra what back in my account you know what I mean I receive it like that but when you go and say I'm just gonna give that's when I feel like and ladies and gentlemen
0: thank you thank you so much for coming to Punza's TEDx how to be a secret millionaire
2: I love that one. Give, I love money,
0: it. <laughs> give money and just pray on it. That's all you do. Just yeah. give it out and pray on it. Yeah. And also have money that you don't have plans for. Like, that's <sighs> that's what normal people do. You know we what, sit with what, money you know that we the don't the have plans that for.
1: Is?
0: Yes, let us know. I love this TEDx. Encore, Encore,
2: Encore. It's not
0: yes. Don't have a yes,
1: baby. Yes, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> when you are just Yourself, <laughs> you're only worried about you,
2: <sighs>
1: and I was like, and You have only one
0: mouth to look after
1: exactly. So, even if like you're on your driest month, it doesn't like it's not stressful. Like, I wake up and I just think about me and my edges, you know. <laughs> not that, yay, there's another human here. You see, if I am a child, I'm definitely not
0: giving Who out needs my to eat, huh? I'm saying there's a child. There's exactly. another human here who needs to eat.
1: Mm, so definitely, yeah, that's how I would deal with it.
0: Damn, that that punta is a very mature solution to people who owe you money. Mm. Just go in giving people money with the mindset that you know what, I might not get it back, and you know what, I'm okay with that because you know what, I didn't even need this money. I had uh-huh, no plans but for not it. like
1: that. I'm just like also. <laughs> doing it with the intention how you really need it but you know what? I, I just don't want this to get in between us like i'm just like god please make me a bigger person and i hope i'm planting it
0: okay seed. yeah okay do you confront do you let it go or do you just give some subtle pettiness
3: how do you handle people who owe you money
0: how do you
3: That's a bit of a tough one You know <laughs> I don't actually borrow money Because I also don't ask uh-huh. When I'm in need of money Like I literally don't ask I'd rather suffer uh-huh. You know Um. But how would
1: I handle I don't even know I would just Like I'm the type I will ask you once or twice And then I'm just gonna start going
3: quiet on you That's it That's it you will see that it's not funny anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then what if they come back again? That's the issue.
1: That's Most the issue. Don't Baya have but you know, I love uh-huh. that you
0: mentioned
1: 2021. that. 2021, here we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I, I agree with her because I'm like, I don't have a lot of people who would ask me for money because I don't. Like, I, I share that sentiment with her. Like, Bongani, I would rather suffer. Do you hear me? Yeah. I know it's bad, but the only person I only will, I'll only ask my mom, but I will never ask anyone else because I just don't also, my thing is also like a control issue thing with myself. I just don't like having to feel like there's this thing on my back or whatever. Let's say I I told you, Bongani, I'm going to have the money on Monday. Luckily, I would somewhat say I'm good at communication. Maybe I would have told you ahead, "Hey, hey, it didn't come. But I just, that thing that will hang over me the whole time. Maybe the issue with other people is that they don't have that thing. For me, it will, ha- you know, that um, chicken licking ad with, with a monkey. Like, if, even if I have something that belongs to someone in my presence, it gives me so much anxiety. That's why I like people's things. I don't like having them, or, you know, if I have it, I must got it with my heart. But it gives me so much anxiety to the point where I'm just like also feeling like I can't even be my best self because. You know, maybe that one day I went out with my friends and you would think that I have money. Country mm-hmm. they took me out and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I just don't like anyone having that over me. So i, I that love mentality, the idea. yes. So I mean it's also like someone toxic, like if I'm saying like I would suffer alone. But I like the idea of knowing that babes is all me. And because I also like talking too much. Because I don't want to be caught off guard. You know, maybe it's a, you know, it's a small world. And then maybe one day you were venting. And then somebody who knows somebody who knows you is in the circle. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like weak moments like that. I need to know that weak moment was created by me. And I am a stand up for it. So I don't like things that catch me off guard. So I won't lie. Me, if it's not my mother mainly like that's not the person that like, no
0: I'm one with. else Mom, no one else who
1: i knew. Mm, i don't think i've asked friends for money though like, i have my friends will and like...
0: it's a very it's a it's a very select group of friends people oh, i can yeah. trust people i know are definitely gonna pay it back and people who like you said with communication are very uh... upright and outright about it but also in the same breath i must agree that it's usually when i have a little bit of extra something and i know that oh okay cool the amount that mm. we have right now, we're just gonna mm. buy some groceries. But there's no mm. driving anywhere. Petrol's full, electricity's mm. paid, like things like that. You know. Um, but let's park there for now, and then we'll get Sorry. back into it a little bit later on in the show. Word on the street, Here
2: we go again. Hey everybody.
1: hey everybody! Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Your YouTube channel. Yours is consistent with her posting, and that grew her channel so insanely So
0: why don't you try that as well?
1: No, no, I'm not important. Hell no! I
0: will tell you, I, I really prefer Sinovoyo's voice. It sounds like she just had a glass of wine, and uh-huh. she just lit a cigar, and now she's talking to you. So, Copano, how often does she upload then?
1: Yo, like once a month.
0: Seriously? Yeah. Once yes. a month is a very easy consistency to hit.
1: Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, but no, we don't want that. Not only like that.
0: Take me tell you what's doing with her hair, and am yeah. I it now? I don't know,
1: but so on this week's episode of Deep Digest, we are going to be discussing taxing of influencers in South Africa because a lot of us do not understand. Even the people who are up there at the top in the tax tax world, the marketing world, um, we haven't yet understood or understanding the, the world of, of influencership dare I say. Yes. And how it functions <laughs> and how how payments should work and how they should get taxed and if they're a exactly. company if they're a single, if you come as yourself, like how does it all work? Like it seems like also for me when I was looking at it, I was like, mm, these people uh, have the ability to cheat the system because how do you, you know, say for yeah, sure? Yeah, because you don't
0: give. Yeah, you don't give yourself pay slips exactly. Um, you have you haven't registered your st- registered yourself as a company so it 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 is quite tricky because like like you were saying we haven't seen the sort of level of marketing happen before and mm. what are the rules and and i mean when people are just making that money they're just making that money for themselves you know most of mm. them you're going to find ugoti once that money comes in you're literally paying your rent you're buying groceries you're sending some exactly. money to your mom and stuff like that so it seems silly that you have to pay tax for because that's another thing is that when you are that person who's uploading those videos not only are you the script writer we like to talk about the creative side of things yeah. you're the script writer you're the actor you're the you're the director you're the ingi ingi d.o.p ingi, ingi, mm. ingi but we forget about the admin side of things where You are also admin. You are the production manager. So you're making sure that you're shooting at the right times. You are the equipment person. So you're making sure that all the equipment is working. And you must also be the financial administrator as well. You need to Mm -hmm. make sure that all this money that you're earning... You can literally back yourself up and say, this is what I've done. Here are my receipts. Here here are the papers. But I don't think we think about that when we get into it. I'm not saying that you and I are like, oh, we're thinking ahead or anything. I don't think when we started our YouTube channels, we thought about what it would mean to have to be paying posts. And this is not just YouTubers. This is people who are on Instagram as well, you know, Mm. Um, because... I can make quite a lot of money
1: i wonder and now that you mentioned it with the podcast if you got patrons i wonder how that would be taxed as well because there would be people essentially donating for an extra service like an extra creative service that we would give to them like would they say now your your mother is paying patron what, what she, you must oh but i mean that depends you see if you're getting uh, if paying taxing responsibilities in the country is that you have, except for anyone who earns an annual income of less than what, 80,000? I mean, 83,000?
0: Yeah, so for, you need to be, um, you're paying tax. If you're earning more than 83,000 on an annual basis, you need to be paying tax. And that's the rule of, um not not, not that's the rule of the law. That's the law. No, That's the law. <laughs> that's, and that's the our law.
1: period. That's yeah. the law.
0: And influencers are like, influencers can charge anything from 500 rand to
1: sixty thousand exactly for me that shocks me when I saw that I'm like somebody uh-huh, <laughs> 60, <laughs> remember, 000, that that remember that Micheli
0: joke remember that Micheli joke where someone's like ha ah, Michali I heard you charge um 40k per post on Instagram she's like ooh and those are my old prices <laughs> <laughs>
1: Michali
0: is making money. So imagine money? that.
1: A million a year.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. if. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many months, if you think about it, né? how many months they are in a year. Then you break down how many days they are in a month. Then,
3: the then you break
0: down how many weeks they are in a month. Then you break down the days. Then you break down the hours. Then you break down how many posts. Those could be in in just an hour. And
2: And I mean, brands
0: aren't crazy. They won't uh ask you to be posting every five minutes, 20 posts in. But when you get a good campaign...
1: Yes, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, if she's doing this Johnson's campaign, how much she's just getting if she got... Let's say she got, like, 60K for a post. Then. And then she's doing a whole campaign with Johnson & Johnson's. So it's very imagine to be like... Oh, Michali, we're gonna box you under uh someone who's employed straight or a freelancer or Yes.
2: You know?
0: Yes, I feel like that, that way it's
1: tricky.
0: Yes, because that's where our that's I mean that's that's how our taxes are laid out. They mm. laid out according to are you an employer, are you an employee, and how much are you earning slash how much are you making and what is and how much you need to mm. be paying back. So usually, um, and I mean, there's this guy over here, And Andre Puerta, who's a text practitioner. Mm. He says, it goes without saying that the term influencer is very much a new word and thus there's no reference to influencers in the official text material. He then goes on as to say, for influencers who have a full-time job, the normal income tax payers you earn will be deducted from their salaries. But people who are full-time influencers get taxed as freelancers. Mm. This means that they are taxed as provisional taxpayers. So any income a person earns outside of payers you earn will make that person a provisional taxpayer. Provisional tax is tax that's paid twice a year, in August and in February. Any provisional tax that's paid will reduce the person's final tax liability. So, I mean, first of all, you need to first know the differences. I didn't even know these differences, yes, mind you. i we research for this.
1: what is this... <laughs>
0: So now imagine when you're charging up to 60K a post and you're making a good 200K a month, like you need to stay up to these days. You need to stay up to these things. so mm-hmm. that Because you're making all of this money. And it's just quite interesting because if you had a company, if you're working for a company, the company mm-hmm. would be ensuring all of this is, is happening. Like Andre is saying, it would be deducted yeah. from your salary as pay as you earn and that is a certain that is a certain percentage that gets deducted every time you get um paid every month paid. but when you are your own company and you are your own employer and employee um it's it's quite tricky especially in the world of influencers like tax mm. makes the tax rules are quite clear for people who are self-employed you know um yeah. Which recognizes entrepreneurs, but an influencer, like yeah. there is nothing that speaks to influencers and how they need to conduct their tax.
1: Their tax, but I think uh, if you're doing it like solo and saying it's not a company or whatever, but it's just you, I would highly recommend getting a, 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 I mean, obviously a lawyer and an accountant because these things get so tricky. And I don't think when you get to the scale on the level of Michali, I could just sit alone and say nah myself. I'm just going to sit with all that paperwork. Obviously, yes, I must have understanding and be knowledgeable because people mustn't, um, you know, rob me. But in the same breath, I still need to, like, I wouldn't lie, that, that would be the first thing. If I'm just seeing that me, myself, once a 100K a post, I'm getting a lawyer and, a, and an accountant.
2: <laughs>
0: I always do that as well. First thing I'm doing is building a financial team, let alone yes. in marketing numbers that are going to tell me how to dress properly. No, 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 no. Let's get do a good know? estate financial team that's going to tell me how we can diversify my portfolio, darling. Yes. And make more money, you know?
1: I was having a conversation with someone about, you know, um tapelo Mokwenya, Mokwenya, the Mr. paper yes he when he goes to his meetings and that's what a lot of people who are like um like uh, i don't know how my Italian name, uh address it but like when this source was telling me Ari um they they they're usually like the other people who are the like just like you know girls who are doing this and influencers they just come to the meeting on their own whatever that comes allegedly comes a lawyer and his accountant to the meeting
0: what hectic for yes. real! So the
1: meeting that's gonna happen, it's 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 it's. Uh, but again, he's not gonna not come even, and go so, back and forth. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, no, he's gonna in that moment they're gonna give him the contracts. Obviously, they've discussed the Obviously, back and forth via emails. When they get there, when they sit on the table, they will go. They, he'll go through it, and then his lawyer goes through it, and then the accountant goes through it, and then they make attachments, amend, 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 amend and then they give it to the company's lawyers there and then that's its they're not gonna go there uh, 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 no he will know his worth the lawyer will say this doesn't blah 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 this is how and then they will add on he will add on creatively that this is what i want to add on to make this more me and i will add this make notes make notes make notes and then they'll give them amend if they agree they agree then after it's amended they will sign
0: wow That is a very smart business thing because it cuts all the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and they're there to give you that advice, you know? It's so tricky when you have ever been into negotiations on your own. Like even just as someone who's negotiating your gig price, and I'm going to do it for three hours and they ask you, okay, what's your rate? Like those are tricky conversations to navigate and to do them alone is extremely tricky.
1: They're very tricky because also as an artist, I'm in my head. So when somebody comes who's like yes. a lawyer or your accountant, they don't have time for that. Lawyers working with the law and this one's working with numbers. They don't have time to be like, E-sh. no, they already know. I get, obviously they've done research. They know numbers. They know what you're worth according to them. And if you've done that and you've worked with this, they will. So they're not going to come there and say like, especially it's like also a manager. Like, oh, away well, you know? Do you know what I yeah. must pay the assistant, the stage manager, this, 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 and you want her to get this much. So I feel like when you get to that level, it really does like relieve that that pressure to be dealing and having those hard conversations.
0: But I'm pretty sure a lot of our influencers have full on teams at this moment, like especially financial you teams. Think, I doubt that they're doing teams. it all on their own.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I don't think a lot of them do with how consistent their work is. I will say
0: yes that's true and i mean when you're dealing when you're dealing with big brands like um some of the brands you've mentioned let alone in this episode Mm. like you need to have your shits together you know
1: yeah so the inconsistency shows you that then maybe there's obviously maybe there isn't enough funds for you to carry on uh doing i mean to be carrying a lot of help number two maybe you're enjoying those funds too much to be you know, showing us on your stories because I feel like investing just in simple like these people who are big enough to like get an editor. You know, I saw Tato hmm. rap. Oh, I, I don't like betraying her surname. Rap But I know nation. Rap I don't but, know. Uh,
2: these
0: are these are your people. What are you? What are you doing? Messing up her surname. You should be saying them with much more ease.
1: So, this is a conversation for Cultural Day. But, <laughs> but um, she for instance, I saw on her one of her blogs that I watched. She's like, okay, she's moved out of home. She's studying. I think that's the last time I checked. She was studying. She studied. She hired an editor and an assistant. So even if I can't get a financial team, but somebody who will just like lift the burden of saying that I'm just creating content and somebody handles my schedule, then I can just create, create. So I can get to a level where I'm on that level. Yeah, in a way, I'm I'm moving like that. So the consistency for me from my side, the, obviously that would be the reason. Like You don't mind as Bongani creating content, but it's the editing or the planning of that uh, that content that needs to be released that is stopping all this moving up in the text bracket thing, I think.
0: How ex- how exciting is it when you as an influencer now need to start hiring other people and Sony team? Manje, I'm sure that is a moment that is so affirming that, you know, right? you are actually on the right path <laughs> yeah. when you are now, <laughs> when you are creating opportunities for Abangya Mantuana. imagine if influencers weren't hiring personal assistants and editors and stuff like that. How oh many God. more people would be out there trying to look for jobs? I mean, oh. I'm not sure how formalized these influencers have made it in terms of making sure that they're paying people according to um, um, the basic conditions of Employment Act and all of that stuff and treating mm-hmm. them well when they are working for them. Um, mm. But also just giving people pay slips and stuff like that and trying to see. I'm, I'm not sure if influencers are making sure that they've got their own pension things and medical fund things going. But it hey. would be interesting to know whether they are taking care of people to that level because you can't be thinking to yourself, oh, I'm just going to be paying this person 2.5 every month. Like, as you grow, you need to realize that that administration Mm. of paying this person also needs to grow and it also needs to be on par with the industry, you know?
1: Exactly. And I watched the vlog of like, oh my goodness, I really love how obviously, and also what I like is that I don't know why also SARS and the people who are in that that department aren't, maybe getting contracts or seeing what it's done internationally and amended to work for the people in our country. It's an excuse that oh no, yeah. the, the influencer world hasn't been, I mean, we're living in a world where America is not something you're going to hear via uh, radio. Like we know you can just check online or find, get connections, especially as a country. But I saw a vlog, I mean a, a couple of vlogs, especially Best Dressed. I know Um, she's mm. like, Bongani, her video will not be less than a million. She's got three million subscribers her videos is like the lowest will be okay. uh a million but all her videos most of them will cap million sometimes even to the three million uh views like you know same amount as the subscri- subscriptions she does well mm. i know she's money but that girl is mm. the most she's so smart every time she talks she's just like you know she's renting in new york i know she's saving yeah. money because all she does is thrift, and her life is like low budget like really low budget like You can see she lives the basic, basic life. You'll never see her say, oh, I'm going to Manhattan, what, what. Even when they had this YouTube festival, I think before two years, maybe 2018, 2019, people slept there. YouTubers were there. It was a festival and I was watching all my YouTubers who went to this awards, what, what, yeah, thing. And then she dropped down.
0: Hectic. But was YouTube not paying for them to go there?
1: I don't know. Maybe they did or whatever. Maybe some people were or people who were nominated. I'm not sure exactly. But like, I remember she was at a hotel room with her friends, like, while they were having fun in the afternoon, ing, ing, whatever. But at a specific time, she had to drive back to her apartment in L.A. But, like, there's just, like, small things that sure. I pay attention from best dress that, like, and she wouldn't talk about her retirement plan. She's like, oh, this is not a stable income or whatever. So every, most of her money goes to her retirement. And I was just like, people don't think like Which that. Which makes Even sense. Artists because in general. This-
0: yeah, but it makes sense because this influencer thing is not going to be some like you're hot now, but you won't be hot for forever. Exactly. You know, once you, there will always be people who are going to come up and have more numbers than you. Yes. And eventually the brands are just going to gravitate to those audiences because clearly they, to those people, because clearly they're in touch with what the audiences want now. And this mm. is not to, ca- to cause dispersions on anyone or anything like that. But it's like not me this. coming from a sour melon space, mm-hmm. but it's very important. That you have a financial plan, um yes. uh, that that will take care of yourself when you are tired of doing YouTube videos, even if yes, you've and, got a team and you're yes. just tired and you're just like, you know what, I'm good now. You need to, you need to not be pushed because, oh, a mali and now ang ina mali, so I need to keep on doing this because now i'm only going to start saving now but like you you're even bored of your own content you know
1: exactly and a financial plan that will um accommodate just you and like you're saying your employees and their retirement fund so this thing is not a joke like people who start businesses and then they start employing people and they just pay you but there's also like getting get, in, get a uif or getting
0: yes already hey. the uif
1: yeah, so people don't consider that. And American YouTubers, I've heard ones who started businesses, they say, I know I look overworked. I'm overworked because I know I can't afford help if I can't uh, take care of their... Also, like, that, this one also mentioned, like, medical, not medical aid, but yes. some sort of security in that sense. So in the country, it's like, it, like, it's 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 a norm to use, like, oh, public hospital and whatever. But I feel like if I'm employing someone, I think those things should be added. If we'll
0: honest. i mean of course if you can't afford benefits like medical aid and you don't have medical aid for yourself mm. like I, we wouldn't expect you to be getting someone who's an yeah. editor medical aid you know like we wouldn't expect that but there are things like um the the uif that that is just a small percentage you know mm-hmm. that you would be expected to and I mean, it's not to say that when you hire someone, that's what you're doing first thing and first foremost, but see it as going there, see it as a responsibility that you're not just giving this person money, but you're putting food on a table for a family through this person mm. and they need that security that if anything happens to you or if anything happens to them and that person's out of work, they've got mm. that surety, that family's got that surety. So it is also your responsibility mm. to make mm. sure that you, um not just paying an editor that Five thousand rand a month because they are editor, but now also, what sort of benefits can I give you, and how can we formalize what we're doing yeah. so that if anything happens, um, you are you and your family are somewhat taken care of.
1: Mm, that's true,
0: but I don't I, know if that's a lot I, of um responsibility to put on, um. Our influencers who are just trying to make it for themselves, first and foremost. No, no, but I mean, know?
1: also, we, we mentioned that it's pe- people who are bigger, though. Like, it's not like if somebody just starts, like, now they're a micro influencer and then they get their first big or gig ready. When they hire someone, they must pay UIF. But there are people who are really, I mean, like, people like, obviously, there's your Drabas, there's your Vunghais, Bo yours Channel, Bo Misali, and them. Like, they're like pretty powerhouse. Even Troy Shepherds, people like that. Like, they make money. They, they really do make money. So um, you can, I would assume, I mean, your channel has a channel, I mean, it has a business as well. Vungai has a business. Um, Sinovui has a business. Uh, imagine you're also booming um, booming dollar assistant. So those people are like an empire, unless if their businesses are separated from them as a brand altogether, then that's a different conversation. But I wanted us to touch base on, um, remember the thing of influencers not putting the sponsored sign before on their pictures in South Africa specifically yes when they wouldn't do yes.
0: that yes oh, my God. in i mean I, and it was quite interesting because it 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 honestly made it seem like um i i remember the influencers were a bit angry because they 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 felt like Um, where it's encroaching on how they deliver their content. And now we know, Oguti, this thing is something that you're working with someone on, and this is not, and stuff like that. But if you look at it, so what what had actually happened is that the Advertising Regulatory Board required that influencers just disclose when they're promoting sponsored content on social media. And this is what the CE, um, this is what they had to say. This is what they had to say. They said, um, it's, to provide a clear set of rules around social media marketing, to ensure the protection of consumers and the promotion of ethical conduct by brand marketers and their representatives across social media platforms and activities. If the content is paid for, the way the consumer receives it is different from the content that is not paid for. So the recommendation from an influencer has a very different impact if you know the influencer was paid to make that recommendation. Consumers have the right to know whether the content is paid for. And I mean, this goes back to blogging. When people used to blog and they would go, they'd write a review about um, a show or a little cafe that they found or something like that. It was um, expected, like it was ethical um, blogging practice to mention if you got a free meal from that place to write that blog. You know, mm, you had to say mm, um, mm. at the end of it that I'm writing this um, because my meal was free. And in uh, as payment for my meal, I have uh, promised that I would write this blog, you know, because it, yeah. it really does change the taste of how I take that, how I drink that content. Like, That's- if I know whether it's coming from within you and you genuinely enjoy Vaseline and you genuinely enjoy using it and you're seeing real results. Compared to, I know that this, everything you're saying could potentially be written on a script from someone who's sitting in the marketing team for you. And you literally could be feeding me things that you don't, that you honestly don't believe. That's why for me it's so interesting, these celebs that, um, um, sign a phone deal um, I'm not saying that Apple is the best phone And that everyone Should be using an iPhone But we do know that Within the celeb world It is a status symbol It goes along with the package Of being a celebrity If you're holding an iPhone It used to be a Blackberry And now it's an iPhone So when I see these celebrities Doing brand deals With well, my Samsung And all of these other things I always wonder And I always try To remind myself To keep an eye on their tweets Because you know Twitter tells Jorge they To tweet it from an android or to tw- tweet it from iphone those ones that do uh gigs with like um android i'm always just like okay i'm gonna keep an eye to see if they're using an iphone for the tweets or like in the pictures mm. does it look like they're using an iphone or what you know um but i, I see I just that a it's, lot it's, it's quite really
1: yes i mean like there's people like i mean now i know sarah works with um samsung now and whatever but pre- previously um, she did work with. She did have an Apple, and uh, I think Michele also ha- has an Apple, and she did do a Samsung deal. I'm not sure about that one, but I did see Bonang is also doing Samsung gigs also well. But there are a lot of people. Like I mean, I know um, Zintle is doing. Uh, she's the one that's doing with Huawei. Or was it the Huawei or whatever? That's, that's like her her one. But like sometimes, like I mean, sometimes the cameras that Huawei have that camera, like, that almost looks like it's Apple. So sometimes I always get confused, but they've got the four four cameras and not the three so sometimes people do 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 that and for me like if you're someone who's diehard and who pays attention you 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 can tell that it's false like even one time i commented on Sarah langa's post because they were doing this activation with Edgars, and then she was doing like mm. this they were promoting fashion but it was a sustainable line that they were pushing and i was like no this yeah. doesn't I, I i don't buy this it's almost like when karabo moroka was on that joshua doe ad you don't look like you shop there. Why are you on the ad? It doesn't work. It doesn't even fit well. It's not even natural. Like immediately, I just, I'm just even rejecting that thing. I'm not even going to buy those sustainable clothes because yes, you want numbers because Saralanga's is not on it, but it's not true to what she is. So I must say that I don't fully agree that it really changes my perspective if you're true to your brand. There's people like Sinovuyo and Yol's channel and maybe Mpumilu Dwaba who really stick to their brand. Buminu Daba now is about health and wellness. And everything she speaks for is for the, your heart, your soul, your everything. It works for that. So even if she squeezes in like these ads she's doing with what check what, it doesn't seem out of, I, I believe it. I'm like, she does it, she uses it. And that's why she's skinny. I will buy it. Even if she gyms like she's a freak, I will buy it because I'm, I believe this is what's making her skinny or this is what's giving her skin the glow or why I sling me. Because the brand is so aligned. Consistently every single day, this is what this person lives and they breathe. So in Pumihatla no, had a on is selling these, um, this this workout set. I believe it because I always see her at the gym. But there's some people who just do something yeah. that is so out of their brand. Like I'm not saying you mustn't do a phone deal, but but what does it have to do with you? Sometimes like it's like yes, I understand it's part of influencers taking pictures, but some things you can feel, It, it took a, a long, and some people are so are not so creative in their ads to show you how it's an ad. It's like, it, it it sticks out. There's some people, like, for instance, for me, Bumila Daba's brand, everything about, it, she's she does, like, she has even, like, longer campaigns. Like, I know she's got a long campaign with Huggies, and sometimes with the cooking stuff. Huggies, it's just, mm. this is her life. She's a mother. Even the way they take pictures, everything, how how it's positioned, it, from the picture, it doesn't yeah. really need to be a video. I'm like, I see it. I see how it's functioning. I see how Nuri is going to swim with that Huggy thing, whatever. So the brand, everything aligns. And even if she doesn't add, I get it because I'm like, because I know she uses it. There's some people you're like, when they did yeah. that ad with Saralanga, I'm like, no. I'm like, Saralanga, I commented, and am like, Saralanga consumes fast fashion. There's no way this is going to work. Why? I understand she does fashion, but she consumes only fast fashion. She has no she knows, yes. she has no knowledge of what um, fashion does for the environment. And there's nothing wrong with that. But why are you putting on this campaign? And then also that discredits mm. my view of EdGIS or whoever's doing the deal because they just change chasing numbers and not what's going to really impact the audience.
0: So you see, that's the thing is that when the, the advertising regulatory board came up with this rule that they need to put hashtag ad, um, mm-hmm. the goal was that um, it... That this action would be something I mean it wasn 't like a law, it wasn 't like uh you 'd be punished and you 'd get this many days in prison, yes. but it was an honesty thing. it was okay as influencers, we expect you to be honest and upfront with your audiences when you 're being paid mm. to promote something, but yes. in the back um in the back seat um the ARB was looking at uh, the brands, and they were punishing the brands if influencers weren't putting the hashtag ad in front of their posts. You know, but so it is. was it, they made it, and uh, which I thought was really smart because they made it the responsibility of the brand to say to their um, what Make you call sure. this um, influencers. Uh, and the pr strategy team that they're using to say to them listen you better make sure that this person puts hashtag ad because we're going to get in a lot of trouble you know and i Mm. mean i was listening i remember once um what's her name farrah fortune went on radio and she was speaking about what this um hashtag ad means for her industry in terms of pr and things like that and she was speaking about how um it's quite interesting, and I think we might have mentioned this on the podcast way back when this happened, how for them, on their angle, when they aligning a brand to a certain influencer or a certain celeb, they try to make sure that even if it's an ad, it looks organic. And this affected it looking organic because if it doesn't look like the person already... if simply by putting hashtag ad or putting sponsored i already know no matter how hard they try to make it look like you use that product every day if they even if they use a shot of you waking up in the morning straight out of bed and you are your most vulnerable um i know that oh all of this was put together you know like you're not putting this because you actually enjoy the product Mm. the product came to you and they're paying you and all of this is put together and she was saying that it was whilst at the same time affecting the way that they did their jobs in terms of um, trying to make things and um, linking um, products and uh, um, trying to make things look organic from influencers. It was a forcing, which is what you're saying, a forcing for influencers to make, to work with brands that actually speak to them, that make them, um, that, that they actually use, that they are honest about honestly using and B, it forced these PR companies to be a lot more creative about how they deliver their products and how they work with influencers and put these posts. And I think it's we are living in such a crazy time where all of this is for the first time and all of it is experimental and there haven't been any rules written about how all of this is mm. conducted as yet.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I mean what was quite a-
0: interesting. Oh, yes. Sorry, Sorry, you can go on.
1: No, no, no. I was going to go somewhere else, yes.
0: Uh, what was interesting is that when all of this happened, some of our influencers had something to say. Sarah Langer, who you just mentioned, said um, before there were not so many rules and regulations as to how digital and social media could be done. We have to we have to be more cautious now and comply with the rules. It's always a responsibility of our clients to inform us and always make us aware. And I mean, that's very true. As much as you're an influencer, it's very difficult keeping up with what's happening in the laws when and you are trying to keep up with your own damn shooting schedule and mm. uploading schedule and all of that stuff. So yeah. it, it's very fair that when these brands came to work with these people, they would need to be say to them, listen, here's what we have to do to stay compliant with the law. Thick Leonte was also saying, I always say, and with paid ads, followers can always pick it up because whether you are authentic or not, when you are doing an ad for brands, it's kind of always obvious and followers can always tell. Adding that as an ad doesn't make a difference. If anything, it makes life easier because I would not be held accountable for whatever it is that the brand is doing should anything go down south. It's only fair for the audience to know in that particular moment that this is a paid-for post and what I am doing is advertising to you. It will put pressure for people to create something captivating and worth looking at. So, I mean... It seems like it came in and it caused problems, but in retrospect, um, when everyone in the industry started thinking about its impact, it seems like it 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 did do more good for the industry than it did bad, you know?
1: Yeah. I feel like for me, if I were to answer as somebody who consumes content, it's like, if you really honestly stick into your lane, like I know, yes, it does look like, oh, it's an ad. I know, especially when I, YouTubers that I watch, your, every video, because I watch YouTube videos, international ones, mostly like um, how I'd watch a series. I don't skip a video. So if I didn't watch two weeks, I have to go back and catch up, especially somebody who's consistent and posts regular vlogs. Every vlog is an ad, is an ad, is an ad. Like sometimes it's just like, oh, my way, nah. I would even skip the ad because I'm just yeah. like, damn, like every video. But then how they explain is that, like, I yeah. need to understand how oh, this is my livelihood. It's so unfair to say that you're not okay with me making money. But I don't get mad when mm. somebody is, like, completely in their line. Line of work and doing, you know, I don't want to be shocked. Now, all of a sudden, Bongani is telling me that yeah you know ponza like i really 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 um like what is what is something you're not into like you're like you're i'm a social media guru and i'm going to show you guys how to do this new stuff that is happening or whatever something that's not in your line That it it does feel it i do see the ad stuff no matter when it sticks out like oh, let's say sonovu like i mean she, she she does hair um you know skin and she talks about that wellness stuff but when it comes to like if she told me about fashion i'll be like whoa ma'am
0: you what know? is going on here what
1: are you doing you know what i mean so yeah some people will appreciate it and whatever because i know with your channel when she used to do skin um with uh working posha m i was influenced from her because her skin is beautiful whether she's got naturally beautiful skin or not but the fact that she said she uses posha m i bought it even if it was an ad because i trust what because yes. already she's also created that sister bond online so when my sister is telling me, advising exactly. me, and you know what, it's affordable, it's whatever. So it's on her brand. Yours will deliver it in the same way that she delivers the other content. So it's really tricky.
0: It really is. It really yeah. is tricky. But, but I think now it's even, getting
1: trickier. Yeah. Yes. For, <laughs> for us here, uh, the the influencers in the country, um, with already being taxed in the country. Mm-hmm. And now if you're a non-USA influencer, you will begin to be taxed from the t- from June 2021, uh, up to 24.
0: Imagine 24%. double tax. So you're, yeah. paying, you're paying tax for 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 being in Mzansi and <laughs> earning getting more text. than eighty three thousand a year, yes. and then also now YouTube is going to tax people.
1: Yes, because you're getting um, view. You, if you're getting US viewership,
0: if you need any more motivation to start a YouTube channel it would be now. Before Lama they were crazy, they were all over the place. all over the place.
1: I think I would, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't want a, 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 a American viewership, but I don't, I mean, those people are very ignorant. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> if they're watching my content, that is really nice, but I would really celebrate it more if like I have more people in Africa watch my content.
0: I hear you. Like, I so wouldn't be mad. Like, I wouldn't it, be
1: mad if you, I switched off uh what do they call that thing that yes I
0: was, I was about to ask uh, abuma vpn nabo yes. um things that like restrict your region like yes. what happens if you decide okay i don't want any u.s audiences watching my content
1: yeah. so fine okay you guys can keep your audience i just want to have people in africa imagine how many people in nigeria have data and they just watch my content Oh, i'll be big Surely, if I focus on have my content. Exactly. Yeah? Yes. No. Daughters, to in other like African countries.
0: Yeah, and we don't need to. And I mean, it, it knocks right at this US-Western validation um yes. trope that keeps on plaguing us as Africans, that we need no, no, no. their validation and affirmation to show our worth. And I mean, yeah. I, I know this wasn't written just for Africans, but... um. I don't know. It would be quite interesting but to I mean, have all these they don't even, internationally they don't, exactly. all decide that, you know, I'd, I'm fine. You don't have to text me. You can switch off my videos in the U.S. It's fine. I, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to be also, if they're listening to this, they, I'm sure they're also saying, yeah, it's fine. We don't want to watch your videos. We're just going to watch our own damn videos, you know?
1: do that like for me when even when i thought of ever being big on youtube i never thought like americans must watch my content like i've never thought like in, i just like their lifestyle and what they do and i want to do it in my country but i wouldn't mind like yoi ko nigeria there's so much gang people there Ghana. You know, africa is so big like if you if like if my videos got to reach that side i would even have more interaction and more viewership because how much cheap their daughter is so i really i don't know i'm not even mad at this like if Americans don't watch my videos, then that's chilled. It's a worry for people who have those people and then obviously have to pay that amount.
0: Yeah, apparently you can pay up to 24% of taxes for to Google mm-hmm. right back to AdSense. The people that are paying you, right back to them. But mm-hmm. That is that is sad. If that, yeah. if that's anything, it is sad.
1: It is. And I don't understand why they thought... But I think maybe because also YouTube is getting so big around the world. You know what I mean? And it's become a really big thing also in our country. So maybe they thought, yo, guys, Bali, let's, let's do something.
0: Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's stop get this more thing money. before let's it gets too take, big.
1: Yes. I'm just like, that's a let's big Let's also thing, get right?
0: a share of the pie.
1: Yes. And I remember reading an article saying that if there's views coming from other countries, that's not, um. so the the amount of money you get from, if let's say you've got a, 5% of Africa watching is not the same amount you'd get from, like, Canada or the UK or America itself. So you don't get as much money from really. Someone. Yes, I remember reading
0: is it, an article from is it not? YouTube. Is it not because 5% differs according to population? Like, the 5% no, in I'm India is say- not the 5% in South Africa.
1: No, I mean generally like the viewership amount of money that you would get for that one view from someone from America is not the same. So my view from America and the view from Africa is different from the article I read. And I Hectic. thought that was weird. That, it is.
0: that is disappointing.
1: I will send you actually the link of that video. An American girl made it, that, like she was saying. Yeah.
0: That is sad and disappointing.
1: <laughs> mm. So hey, all the best to all the YouTubers. But do we have any solutions? All oh, the best, all to the all heavy things of no. like the guy
0: that. we spoke of earlier, on, Andre Poeta, who you can go check mm-hmm. out on YouTube. Um, oh, he, on has YouTube. Uh-huh. Mm, he has three solutions,
1: uh huh.
0: He has three solutions. For YouTubers, the first of which is to start a company with the CIPC. I'm sure lots of us have heard of SIPC before. And Mm -hmm. some banks even allow you to register a company just by opening a a business banking account through them. Um, So what's great about this is that you can even register the company under your name. So it's not much. You don't have to come up with this beautiful name for your company, even though you know that. And that was my thing is that, why don't you why aren't i think the smart thing would be for influencers to create media companies and the 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 property that they offer you is the influencer and that influences platforms like there is nothing wrong with starting a company and the only talent on that register of that company is you yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> like there is nothing wrong with that especially if you if you just being there makes yourself enough money to live enough money yeah. to send home extend your mom's house but still pay rent here and still be able to go out and live your best life you know yeah yeah so he says, register a company with Zipsy. Um, you can register it under your name, and you'll only be paying twenty eight percent in tax. And um, it keeps their business and the influencer separate, which is quite great because uh, it's very easy to build um to restart from the bottom when a business has gone down. You know, yeah. But it's very it's difficult different. to start from the bottom when it's your name you know when i mean as much as we said you can register the company under your name like if the company goes into disrepute and stuff you can honestly just register a new company and still do the exact same thing but obviously do things the right way but whereas if you and now you are in debt to yourself and all of these things are going financially down and it's looking bad for you you it's going to be difficult to pull yourself out of that compared to having a company that can absorb all of that you know
1: yeah, and also, it's not advice to put all your baskets in like one, you know, eggs, all your eggs in one basket. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> advise. I like the idea of having things separate. Like, even if I'm, yes. I'm gonna take a that's my personal me, but I am, the business is sponsor. So, I would rather do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. The second solution is register for turnover tax. Now, I never even knew about this, but I'm just like, "Mm, I wish I did. So now turnover tax is perfect for influencers who earn less than 1 million. Rand in tax a year Uh, What's great about this is that It doesn't take expenses into Account when it comes to turnover Tax so that means you can Go back and claim like Real legit business expenses So if you know you're an Mm. influencer you're Uploading you're working from home you're uploading Content and you're paying for your own Wi-Fi you can claim for that you can claim For um, your, your Yes You can claim for your banking fees And stuff like that you know um, so the tax is on your turnover and your income, but not on your profits. Um, so if unemployment income tax is over 1 million, then you're going to have to pay that, um, that, that pays you earn tax and also you must register for that. So as long as you know that, and, and, and this comes with, um, having a long-term and short-term plan where you can know what you, Okay. Yes, I have a goal to be making five million at some point, but I know within the next year or two, I will not be earning more than a million in the year, you know, so therefore, you can just register for turnover tax Oh. So, the last solution he has here, he says, make use of expenses. He says, reduce the tax and expenses such as um, bank charges, your agency fees, your telephone, internet, data, home office. Those expenses can be utilized, but not your personal expenses. So, not groceries and stuff like that. But I was thinking to myself, does this count for a beauty influencer? Because buying things from Discam would count as part of your equipment that you need.
1: Yes.
0: That i think so, you can so those are part of expenses as well you know
1: expenses, yes 100
0: so but what about like you said fashion? Uh, you see yeah i don't know but, but like but you said like, um mm?
1: sorry like also in the country that we live in things are so backwards like someone's just gonna be like when are you making money of just showing people clothes and you're like yes sir hi okay are you saying <laughs>
0: no i was just saying that like you were saying earlier on if anything make sure you have a bookkeeper make sure you have someone who is watching these things who's watching this money coming Mm. in they're watching your expenses and they are following the track of the money and keeping good track of it all you know
1: especially when you make a lot of money like really i mean it's nice to want to have all the money to yourself but having more help really will let you enjoy your money more. If
0: That makes sense yes, 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 that's very true, um, but like I said, go follow Andre Puerto on YouTube. he didn't give us all of this advice, but um he did us he he didn't give us all this information, but he did give us we're, some we're great really content. smart,
1: okay, we're really smart, so um <laughs> we did read up things on the internet, but we're smart, so with the assistance of Andre, like we really did a stunning job with this one, I must say.
0: Must say, must say.
1: Okay, and I think that is it for the Deep Digest.
0: Definitely.
1: Check out our YouTube page, The Rewind Essay, for more content.
0: Come on! Word on the street. Here we
2: go again.
3: How do I handle people who owe me money? Um... Hmm. I don't really have people who owe me money Like Nuts. when I give I give with the intention of just giving Like I don't expect it mm. back mm. First and foremost
0: sad, right? And
1: secondly Hallelujah.
3: I don't know <laughs> I feel rich like
1: rich. I only borrow money to people That I trust like my friends and my family And I know those people are going to pay me back Like I've never had an issue where Someone owed me money for an extended period of time And also in my
3: job Can I call her a life a job In my job um i believe in cash on delivery so i don't do no i'll give you a product and then you can pay me later kind of
1: thing no no no. you pay me first or i'll order and then when we see each other we'll exchange for the two so i've never really had that problem
2: Hmm.
0: You know, it's so easy to say, um, no, people I trust, people I trust, friends and family, but it's the people you trust sometimes that let you down. You know, Mark yeah. Twain says it's not what you don't know that gets into trouble, yeah. it's what you know for sure. And sometimes it's those people that let you down. How do you deal with those situations? Yeah, do you confront, are, are you subtle with your pettiness or do you just let it go? You see, exactly those ones yeah. are ours because there's an. In, there's there's an emotional cord in that, you know?
1: I don't even know how to handle like in a family one because let's say we even have family something. You came there, new Nike outfits. Your treads are twisted. But I can't even skimp. I can't even like be on some... I don't know. It's harder with family. I will not lie. Like I'd rather just have people who are not even as close, you know? Rather that hurts you than somebody who... Would even know where you are financially, you borrow them be- out of the goodness of your heart, and then think taking that for granted. Oh my god, that will break me! Yeah, yeah, that
3: would definitely break me too. Yeah. Okay, uh, and the question how do you handle people who owe you money? Um, I, I communicate, you know, as much as. Uh, we all have financial problems. Uh, I communicate. So I'd rather have someone who communicates with me and tells me, like, yo, mm-hmm. this month I can give you a thousand rand or I can pay you back your thousand, but I can give you at least a 500 until, you know, this and Yay. this and this. So for me, um, it's communication. But then the minute, uh, we engage in that communication. I also give you a time frame or okay, by yeah. three months, you should be done yeah, me. You understand, and then if you're not done, pay me within that like three months and you're not communicating. Mm-hmm. I do take certain steps that um uh-huh. I don't think I should be mentioning here so but yeah, I did take certain steps that might um, end up. To me in trouble, <laughs> illegally.
1: Me and no real Lone shark.
3: <laughs> Lone sharks all
0: over this podcast. We do not endorse but, such. But
1: you know, Bogani, you know what other people need to um, realize? That sometimes you're taking. That people
0: are going to fetch them with a knopkiri and fish no, them either. with no, no, a No, not even. No,
1: no, no. They must realize that you're taking away um, food from someone's mouth. And I mean, I'm not saying I put mm-hmm. condone violence or whatever, but if people need to do what they got to do, they must do what they... It's wrong. It's really wrong when I huge, selfishly at that time got to fix whatever was the problem. And then now when you're sorted, I need to be running around. Oh, God, I owe you. Like, I also have things yes, that I must do that, for myself. That,
0: that is annoying. That That running around like I owe you. Aisha, you deserve an Oscar for that line. A Grammy. What is it? a Tony. Because <sighs> I mean, what's
1: the most that you would borrow someone?
0: I don't think I'd borrow anyone anything more than 1.5. You need to be within the family zone to get more than 1.5 from me. I don't mm. know. That's my tax bracket. That's where I stand. And this is also on my influence on my tax bracket. Yeah, but for it's... me, you need to have... Uh, for me, like, I don't think I can borrow anyone more than 1.5 unless you're someone who's solid. So um, mm. the guy who's, like, I don't, I don't, like someone like you've you've got a business things are happening things are going on you've got a job you've got like a good job a steady Mm. job and you need Mm. then maybe i might think about it and think it over but really at that point you'd need to be my elder you'd need to be um an aunt you'd need to be an uncle you'd need to be like a parent figure and i'm i know there's power dynamics in those things there but i don't think one point like if you're gonna ask money from me don't even say one thousand five hundred and one rands. <laughs> Don't even close. It <laughs> you're not gonna get that. You're not yeah. gonna get that from me. Um, no, 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 no. But I'm I'm bored because the people aren't saying. Oguti, are they confrontational? Uh, are they yeah. petty or do they let things go? Nah, the person tried to tell before. you what they would
1: do. You were a bit shook. They said they would <laughs> do things that are unmentionable.
0: Okay, so I guess that falls under confrontationalness. Yeah, wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> once,
0: sorry, you people? A, once you get a time limit, once you get yes. a time limit and yeah, it's confrontational. Yes. But I
1: like, I like the idea of saying that I would give someone a, let's say like, oh, I really can't do the thousand altogether. I know I did, but blah, 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 blah. Um, I like the idea of saying, okay, Coppella, every time, this, maybe every month, try giving 300 or whatever until it makes up in the, next, in the third month or whatever. But I knew this guy, right? Who's like a family mm. friend. And then he yes. he he does like serious machoni. So like not this one thousand bengani serious. And remember one time he like he's like oh what are you doing? And he's like oh no let me pick you up let's go out or something. Like I think he's like oh let's go, oh we're gonna go running. So we're gonna go mm. to the union building. He's like oh let me pick you up. And then he's like okay but I need to stop make some stops. or was it after our run? we're just stopping. Like I'm just wondering oh oh, oh guys shop shop shop. Then he'll get out of the car, come back, then we're on the lap, <laughs> ten thousand and he puts it under He's, um what's this? He's uh Matt oh his drivers goodness. ten thousand, next stop, five thousand, next stop, Bonnie. money, money. Huh?
0: Did your heart not pound when all of that was going on?
1: At the first time I was like, whoa, shook. But after that, I was just like so used to it. Like. Like, so used to it. Like, even if people like, hung around us, like my friends who didn't know, maybe it'll be like, they're like, oh, we just, let's just go buy water for like the marathon or whatever. He's like, oh, just check in the cabo. Oh, we like cabriole, ew. 300
0: changura.
1: In the house. Hey, bongani money. I've never seen that much money. You, I'll tell you offline. Were you, how you, you ever naked? tempted?
0: Were you no, ever tempted?
1: Never.
0: 100 rand day one. Uh uh.
1: Like, he's too slick. He's too... You know those people who are, like, too slick? Everything is too meticulous. Ununalo OCD. Bonohoru, the stack moved. I was like, you? And the person ye, has a yeah He would have smelt it.
0: He would have yeah. it. He would have been like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why ain't he oh yeah, and you corner something of mine in your back pocket it is, I can well. smell it from? you. Yeah.
1: i so scared. Ah, no, no. He's too meticulous. I would never. But, like, yeah, people out there, But there's people, I mean, it gets more dangerous with other people. I know that's not the main topic, but it does really get more dangerous. There's like guns and stuff involved. But anyway.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. let's
0: leave it, let's park it there for now. Let's hear what's going on in Mzanti and then um, we'll get back into it just before we close the show. Word on the street. Here we go again.
3: You guys are,
1: yeah, yeah, you're it, 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 I'm so enjoying this podcast.
0: Right. You have been beautifully, authentically, with passion. Hey, there, Tuna. Hey, oh my gosh, this is exciting news. It's been a wonderful year, honestly, you've been my favorite virtual friend, specifically in the podcast world. Funny.
3: You guys are shady. Shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm honestly, honestly excited for more.
3: I'm here for it. Keep going. It's really going to grow. I believe in
0: this. What do they call themselves? Punta and B Tenacity. Congratulations, beautiful.
1: Mzanzi Recap.
0: Now it's time for the deep dive right here on the Mzanzi Recap. And we are talking about, hey, quite a sensitive one. I think this one needs a trigger warning, Punta. Really? Yeah, police into some racism sitting a trigger warning.
1: Oh yeah, touche. That's true.
0: So today we're talking about why didn't you do the, uh,
1: a, a fancy? This is a trigger warning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you always want me to do these fancy things. Why don't you do them. Punta? Uh, I don't girl know with how the golden voice. There it is, girl with the golden voice.
1: <laughs> but I need do it for us please so people know we gave a disclaimer
0: this is a trigger warning a trigger <laughs> warning it's a trigger tray warning
1: trigger tray. So
0: That's...
1: Like that. <laughs> that sounds nice that sounds very nice yes yeah, sorry
0: thank you so today we're talking about outrage marketing strategy and i'm sure you've somewhat are familiar of it people Oganyo Simsi Benzini, you've heard something along these lines about outrage marketing. And I'm sure if not heard something along these lines, you've noticed the phenomena itself take place in pop culture in um, recent times. So what is... Outrage marketing. So this is basically when brands and companies execute a marketing strategy that upsets marginalized groups in its rollout. And the most prominent form that we've seen of this is upsetting Black consumers um, in various products. So for our discussion today, I think our main focus will be on Black outrage as a marketing strategy. And it's basically speaking about upsetting um, Black people So that there's a reaction and the reaction in turn causes um, more publicity for the brand or product and therefore it could potentially turn into sales at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, the strategy is working because social media marketing is lucrative. When there's a buzz on a certain product, it translates into financial gains. And a lot of companies right now, and all of this, the, th- the theory behind this is the whole, all publicity is good publicity. Because a lot of these big brands, they go to an advertising or a marketing agency and they say, we've got this product. We want you to help us um, do something with it. And then the marketing agency would then be in charge of, of coming up with a campaign and strategizing who it needs to go to and how that campaign will be rolled out. And then there's the rollout. So I'm pretty sure for me, I think this happens because these companies will say to the brands that I will guarantee you engagement. when this campaign drops, there will be high levels of engagement. And then they do the subtle racist things, you know, Yeah, that makes a lot of black people angry and then we tweet about it and we hashtag about it and all of that and then when the company or the brand wants to go back to the marketing company to be like yo what's happening you're bringing my company into distribute they would then turn around and be like but we promise you engagement and look at how many people are on your website look at how many people are talking about you on social media talking about this campaign um Base of the whole, all publicity is good publicity. Yes, you know.
1: Mm. What do sorry you think about that. that? Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, at first, that's my that was my mentality. That oh my goodness, yes, they are using um uh you know black outrage as a marketing marketing uh, strategy for them and whatever. And then obviously, not all good publicity is good publicity. But then when I read um. Uh, one of the articles you linked, I was just like, oh, then there's obviously different perspectives of how other people view marketing and all things like that. So obviously, yes, there is. So there are people who are still like interacting and still outraged with the fact that this is what's happening. madam. Um, it's not yes. entirely doing just good. So some people who are in that thing will be like, yes, we, we had interaction. And then people are bashing each other in the comment section. But it's not doing all, altogether just good. I'm sure there are people who are yeah. like, even if there was like a... Even if it's the five people or the ten people, it does affect... And that's how... Um, oh my goodness. Why don't I know her name? What's the name of this website? Um, Ronke Lawell Did I say... Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, she don't mentioned know. that... Um, the only thing big companies like Unilever care about is money. And um, if we obviously we mustn't keep quiet because obviously they want us to like, we can't say some things are acceptable. Like for instance, the H and M ad, like a monkey thing. No, those things must be until it gets into their heads. They, they, they head. ho You're wrong is wrong. That's why we must still, uh, we must still, cause we can't keep quiet. Now that we know that it's a marketing strategy and then we must just keep quiet and say, Oh, it's fine. No, we can't allow and say that's okay. People obviously won't keep quiet, even if we're aware that's what they're doing. But she's saying that that's lovely for people who are in business, who started, who started, who are starting their own businesses. That's how Abad King Rihanna's yeah. business became so fancy. Beauty is so yeah, became richer yes. than most.
2: That
0: co-creating spaces.
1: Yes. Creating spaces for even black people, for what the big companies like L'Oreal and them weren't accommodating because their shade for black or, or the shade of foundations got to a certain um, shade. And then when it got to like the darker shades, they were just like, well, we're the ones who are setting the rules or we're setting the standards. No one else is going to come. So when these things are shed into light and are put out, on, uh, put into light with this social media, you know, bashing and whatever, people like Rihanna saw opportunities and said, you know what? Let me create shades for what? What? Some people are like, you know what, guys? If you don't want these hoodies from where? Where? I'm selling hoodies. I feel like the issue is is with us saying and dedicating to saying we're really gonna bash. I mean, um banish this place. We're no longer giving them money because that's the only thing that will affect them. Not that we're gonna strike or we're debating. I feel like if we decide ourselves, we we we, we mm. are going to stop buying in the shop. Like you said, you cut off clicks, right? Or y- yes yes for instance
0: i did wait no 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 what's with that or not what was what was with that or not i Why wasn't nice sure you if i had the, with the conversation with you oh okay about that, yes, yes it was me Yes, it it was me. i
1: know i definitely agree but sometimes maybe like i'm at the moment the long line is where where way. so it's like almost like i need to comment to saying that if unilever and mang mang from clicks thought this was okay and they they were like oh whatever it, uh where I'm. I'm not going there anymore because that's the only thing they care about: their numbers and money. And if we, if you decide, but you see, I, can, I, was, I Yeah.
0: Yeah. If no, yes. If you decide.
1: And if you decide to go, obviously, to a, like a disc camp, then you're obviously making a difference, they will hear you and they will start making bigger changes. And she highlighted that if you. You, with what we're doing, because people think it's like, oh, it's a marketing strategy, blah, blah, blah. blah. But with what we're continuing is showing that these big companies don't put black people in decision making roles, which means all the black people in their companies are on levels where they don't have an impact or can have been in, in in conversation about Horyazin, guys. I don't think that advert's gonna work because you know how monkeys and black people will relate you guys were relating the things. So people will know her, okay, yes guys. You know, there's no one sensitive in that room, so which means it's just white people. Should it also shines light on how ugly these companies are.
0: But don't they do like testings? Don't you like test it on the market? Like get a sample of the market and show them the product and the the campaign and say uh do a poll testing and sensitivity testing to see how many like what percentage of people is it offending what percentage of people is it not offending or what and also like if you're gonna boycott dove or something like that Mm. Dove belongs to a parent company like unilever unilever is making your sunlight that you're using it's making like there is so much work then on us to then go and research Mm. How do I really How... affect you with my monies? It because it's one thing money. for me to stop support. Yeah, it's, it, it's and I it's mean energy. it takes a lot of work from us. It's mm. energy, but we shouldn't be tired. You know, if yeah. people are making us upset to to sell. We shouldn't be tired. We should redirect all our finances and all our energy into supporting smaller black businesses. And cutting Unilever should be easy because now instead of just cutting out Dove, you can just find a whole new supplier who is a black owned company who could assist you to do that, you know?
1: That's true. But I think what we need to do, because obviously sometimes when we go to clicks or whatever, it's something you do on a whim, like, oh, let me just go whatever but, and, and just go buy. But maybe if you, it's something that's planned. You know, there's things that you're like consciously knowing you're going to get. And then if there's places online that you have to do ahead, if we can try and help the black businesses, there's a YouTuber called Lydia Denga. Her whole vibe on her YouTube channel is to promote black businesses. People send her things, mm. plenty of things. You know what I mean? And then mm. she will just be that girl who's like, guys, everything. Like, most of her things. And I also can't wait to be at that point because we were taught that, you know what, not a lot of things are black-owned and whatever. Like, you believe that thing. Like, you yeah. know, this, 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 this. You know, black-owned doesn't have to mean that, you know what, when are you went and on a, on some animal and got that skin and then you had to make it. No, black-owned for me is that, if, sister, if that's going to put food on your table, that's black-owned enough for me. Hold when are you got it a you, know, yes. the queen herself dropped it off at your house, If it's going to make you money. I feel like we need to be conscious about making sure black owned is a thing. Cause Lydia Dinga said she started this movement when that uh, black out thing happened during the pandemic. And then she's like, I didn't realize yes. how I wasn't using my platform enough to promote black. You know what I mean? Even this other friend of mm. mine went, went so far to say that she's like, Oh, please recommend shows on Netflix. And I was like, um, I mean, usually I watch things on the top plane Or whatever. She's like, oh, no, it's fine. I just want recommendations for black things, uh, black shows. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, I only watch black shows. I'm like, damn. I mean, she's not an artist or whatever. She's not trying to look for that kind of inspiration from different whatever. But she's just like, I commit to black, black owned to the core. Like, I want to push more black things, mm. more black people moving up. So I feel like it has to be, a, even if we're striking or, you know, pushing that activism energy I feel like we should push it towards yeah. saying, I need to try. Like, even if I'm buying vegetables, I know I want to go to food lovers markets. They've got specifics. But you know what? Because, you know what, that guy, you know what I mean? I think it's the small things that we can do, like to say, I will really, let me push black and be for black. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: At, at the end of the day, though, a lot of people, there's like, it, it, it's believed that outrage is the most prof- profitable form. Of um, really? emotion You'd think to yourself That um, Making people feel Warm and fuzzy About a brand Is the best way To get money out of them But it seems as though it um, Inciting outrage Might work There's a quote here That says One thing you can say About advertising Which causes outrage Is that it usually Gets noticed It can earn A lot of media value mm-hmm. As people share the advertising Across social media Whether people Or applaud Or condemn the ad It still reaches um, A wider audience And this creates an outrage cycle people share the thing they're annoyed about leading to others to see it and then sharing their annoyance with yet more people and a lot of people end up seeing it i mean there was even a study that was done that was found that um content which evoked anger was 34 percent more likely to be shared compared to that which is or inspiring, which was 30%, or in anxiety-inducing, which was 21%. And apparently things that were sad um, were less likely to go viral with just 16%. So, so we're toxic. thing is, basically the brands are realizing that if you want to get, because remember, remember in primary and high school, we were taught AIDA, attract interest, desire, action. Mm. It seems like the best way to get action out of us and consumers is through anger because people are then going to post or they're going to go and stop or they're going to go and buy or like, but if there's outrage and if people are talking, um, people are going to act out mm. of that outrage. Mm.
1: Yo, that, I just think so, it's, it's that says a lot about us and the brands. <laughs> <laughs> that, so, that we like, can be
0: played so easily. Not uh, even the person us,
1: well, we're even more willing to reshare things that are negative than the positive things. It's like, what? That's wild.
0: Uh, yeah. But I mean, but, I think we live in a yeah. world like that as well. You know, we've become yeah. so desensitized. Um, we've yeah, but, watched uh... so many shows where we're seeing people dying, we're seeing bloods being spilt and guts and things like that. Mm. So um, it's just so easy to share stuff that uh, are, are negative. Um, yeah negative and 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 I
1: find myself um, like even when I watch movies and they talk about this police brutality in America and it's it's, it's so normal like I feel bad that it's like not a I mean the scenes hurt me like from every series trying to create awareness on that but how desensitized these cops are is what's like so shocking for me but like also this information for me is not like my police are it's just like what the hell like it, it it's gotten to a point where every show even Oprah probably spoke about police brutality but it's just so normal like no one's willing to do anything about it a black boy must die. It's just like we do live in that world. Yeah, and that's so shocking. You know,
0: mm. for me it what what you're speaking about reminds me of South Park. I don't know if you've seen. I think it was season 22 or something where the school shootings was just a norm in every episode. And you got to remember, a good majority mm. of South Park is set at the school because these are cho- school children. Yes.
2: Um,
0: but school shootings were, were just a norm to the point where mm. um they would go home and their parents would ask, how was your day? And they'd be like, oh, we had two shootings today. Um, yada, yada. And the parents would just be so desensitized. They'd just be like, oh, okay. And did you pass that, that test? And stuff like that um just like uh, normalizing it and Mm. it's what you're speaking about right now is that could we have potentially normalized um this black outrage marketing strategy Mm. there are so many examples there is such a rich history of how Mm. we've seen this over and over again you spoke about h&m doing that hoodie it was in 2018 so just to jog everyone's memory, it was an ad campaign HM had where they were showing their latest clothing apparel for little children. And in it, they had a black boy, the only black boy, wearing a top, the only top that says, um, Coolest Monkey in the Town. How are you going to have something that is so tone deaf?
1: Yeah. And again, and it not shows expected
0: that- to cause an outrage, you know?
1: Exactly exactly it's either they literally purposefully want the outrage to happen or there isn't enough or there isn't any people of color in the decision-making rooms then which means the company for me i think it's
0: a, i think it's a mixture of both if i'm being honest yeah. i think it's a mixture of both i honestly feel like it's got a lot of people there's no diversity in there and when it when they do something they think to themselves well Let's just do something just subtle. Let's make it just very, very subtle so that it's very, because we've got to remember that this is a process. This happens over and over again. Brand shows us some, sorry, brand introduces something to the world. We realize there's something amiss, there's an outrage brand apologizes and things go back to normal and this is a process that happens over and over again so i think when they go into it they're just like let's just make it something small so that we can honestly say it was an oversight and you can honestly as a genuine person believe that okay that can be oversight like things do happen you know um we're all human that's what yeah. we think to ourselves and then they just they already that apology i'm sure they already have it
1: yes, ready they do, and waiting. They do they do they definitely do they
0: already have it ready and waiting yeah because they know okay we've done something and on this day we're going to expect to hear a little bit of upset people um and this is what we're going to say and i mean h&m has done this they did it again in 2019 where they featured a young black girl and i think this was an international campaign they featured a a young black girl with with unkempt hair on Mm. the ads um honestly uh triggering the black community um you know here's a sensitive a topic when it comes yes. to us, and this girl's hair didn't look like i mean I remember seeing those pictures a lot of people like uh, or something you know um h and m exactly h&m came back to say thank you for the feedback we truly believe that all kids should be allowed to be kids the school age kids who model for us come to photo studio in the afternoon after school and we aim for a natural look that reflects that no that's
1: bullshit. really and a model who's an adult can believe that do makeup and costume, and then this child comes. You guys didn't think to brush the hair and make it more. You can still brush the hair, and still look natural, like a kid. What is that?
0: But for me, the 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 other thing is that like Hollywood and the television industry has a long history of not catering to black women's hair and black people's mm. hair. So. You can't expect me to believe that you guys did that on purpose because you came straight from school, whilst the other kids don't necessarily look as untidy as that child's hair did, you know? But
1: then it goes back to um, Hendrik hiring the cousin or the niece because the niece has no clue about costume and whatever. They don't know research. Like, someone like you will just from the top of your head will know from Hollywood how how do, how do does hair affect black people or how do they feel about this and this and this. They don't. There's people who studied this and know they research, their story. Like, and also, like, it's just common exactly. sense. So well, maybe it's a black thing, but how do you get someone at a nap or do something serious without doing your hair?
2: Like, exactly. They
1: didn't think to just brush it. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't even need you to even be educated. You... Just brush the hair. Yeah, I like they look, fact they look for that trouble, for the trouble, for the conversation. Yes,
0: happens. exactly. Exactly. Wise. Like, yeah. Like, okay, this is enough. It it might just set them off. If it doesn't, hard luck. But if it does, we've got an excuse, and we can make it look like it was just oversight. Yeah. It's never really nothing major. They,
1: it's in the little things. It like honestly is always
0: in something very small.
1: Mm, like, even the the clicks one. Like, you usually need to just flip through that magazine. Um, and they're like, oh, hey, that's what, 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 what. Now, I mean, somebody must have been like, try and fizzy. This one's straight and healthy. Can you see how simple that is? It wasn't like a whole campaign that, you know what, Yan Fan yes. what, what. It was just like, uh, slide exactly. it in nicely. And you're like, yo. Then people get pissed off.
0: It's always, always very subtle.
1: Very subtle. Like, dry and fizzy damaged hair and then this one is straight and healthy Then you ask yourself what are they saying you share it on twitter guys can you believe these people are saying this again yo we're so tired vele was so tired of having this conversation over and over can't they find other tactics that will work for their brand like for instance i know exactly we mentioned outrage and whatever but like i feel like the way whoever's handling nando's is like really like it's something you want to share it, it, like you know i know they're saying outrage moves quicker but there's something about the content yeah, Nando's that always makes me feel happy and i'm just like these people you know what i mean like i giggle and i would just yeah like, i it, hear you i would send it to my friend and be like Nando's it me. you know what i mean there's some people who have that funny content or that content that's really pleasant that you're like it's so funny i'm gonna send it to my friend like can't they find other tactics that don't necessarily gonna forever and ever be about just torturing black people
0: I agree with you. You know, I actually wanted to comment earlier on when we were talking about the Hollywood scandal. Do you uh, um Hollywood and black people's hair, black females more especially? Do you remember um what was the black girl's name in high school musical? Um
1: the smart
0: one, the science girl. Yeah, the 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 only black girl oh, yes. um, who who had something with Corbin Blue, his character.
1: mm Mm-mm.
0: Do you remember how she always had headbands on yes, her hair?
1: Yes, yes.
0: I read those because they never had anyone to do her hair. The people who, who were doing her hair always did terrible, shitty things, especially putting the wig in.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: so she just decided, you know what, as a solution, I'm always just going to wear headbands on my head because these people yes. haven't prepared someone who's going to know how to take care of my hair. What? It's always in the smallest ways that we are then finding ourselves inconvenienced. Like the poor girl, why does she have to now always make a plan to have a headband on her hair?
1: But Purely what?
0: because they didn't prepare someone to come do her hair.
1: And like I, 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 and you know, oh that is so weird. Like I don't understand first the onset and realize your I mean that's how, you know desensitized they are maybe first day on set i'll be like yo shame that girl struggled the whole day next day let me find my intern who works at my company who can do hair or just find yeah, any black yeah. woman rather. so they were just yeah. shooting this thing season one to whatever and that was fine oh we know she's gonna just do her own hair yo they're so cold my she's God. just gonna
0: arrive and she's gonna be ready she's just we're not gonna we're gonna save time because she doesn't have to go sit in hair she can yeah. she has to go sit in makeup but she doesn't have to go sit in hair
1: I'm just like, that is so... But I remember watching someone's vlog in South Africa and then they... I don't know who it was. I don't know if it's Bungai or what, but like like someone was doing their makeup and she wasn't having it. Like she told me, oh, that's the wrong shade. That's the one. White really? White. Mm. Someone was vocal. I don't know who it was, but they were, it was in their vlog. And she's like, Me, I tell you? I will tell Which you. And makes also, sense. Yes. And so that's why I'm like, I mean, Bongani, I'm for you saying you're starting a company and you're going to hire me only if you think I'm going to shine. But I don't want to to be hired, and then you, I don't have the abilities. Like I didn't study fashion. I have a know how. If you put me in for that, I'll be like, you know, I understand. At least it's in a. But there's some people who really hire people who are off, off. Like sometimes you, it's nice to put on your friends. But there's a campaign, and it has heavily melanated people. This black, this this Caucasian makeup artist has never worked with um, a black a black face. It's not something she's she's good at but the company will say oh, let's hire them Yo, it's my cousin's company and then like yes it's like you don't even have my shade you don't even know how to do makeup for people of my skin tone or maybe some people are also very specific what's like their features as black people and then sometimes makeup will give that mm, thing where you want to mm. give me the sharp nose but if who that i wanted that so i feel like there's just a lot of things exactly. that I don't know. It's going to take years and eons. Maybe till Jesus comes back, till we have this thing drilled into other people's heads that, oh my God, either educate yourself or just also recognize your privilege. Like, this is so unfair that what we go through. The dove campaign. Yes.
0: Oh, uh, the dove one annoyed the living daylights out of me. That yeah. one was
1: the worst. Like,. <laughs>
0: So, for those who don't remember it, it was a campaign that saw a black woman becoming a, a white woman after washing herself with Dove's products. Imagine.
1: And you know, sometimes I, I think, can understand from the mood board how that would have worked if something, not that it's, she will trans, I don't know, maybe like when they do, they know. But how do you like,
0: understand racism no, 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 working on a mood board? Racism <laughs> doesn't work anywhere, let alone a mood board for me.
1: No, let me explain. <laughs> You know the idea of like, if somebody's like, um, you know those ads that they do when you've got like black spots on your skin and then you wash it off with Dove and then something like that comes off? Do you know those ones? Like if you've yes. got pigmentation. Yes. Like there's ideas yes. like that. Maybe they were trying to go for those things like, oh.
0: <laughs> please be careful about your words right now. Like, I'm not you promoting could, honestly.
1: it. But I'm saying uh, you can understand how some things, I'm not understanding the ad, but some things from mood board to the actual what, what doesn't work out for me, they would have could have seen after that, uh, that transition. I'm going to
0: use your own words. I'm going to use your own words to, to, to qualify, to actually substantiate why they wouldn't recognize it's because okay. of a lack of diversity in those offices and in the spaces at the top <laughs> that would be able to speak up because i'm pretty sure you know sometimes with some of these campaigns i am pretty sure there is a black person who is fed up somewhere there <laughs> yeah there's a black person who's just like you know what Fuck this shit! Y'all treat me like shit all the time. You don't give me what I deserve. You take my ideas. I'm way more you know qualified what?
1: than your your cousin, I'm way more
0: qualified. Do
1: what uh, you want. But, but
0: you know what? I'm just gonna shut up and Get I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say there's anything wrong,
1: Pay and I'll car. still be paid at the
0: end of the month. Uh, yes, Fine. exactly. Send money to my mom, and you guys will Enjoy. deal with the backlash from yes. from the public when when this happens because. Because that's another thing, is that um, we think these people are in these spaces, they would speak. But also when they are feeling oppressed in these spaces already, just from being in those spaces, Um, it's not so easy to speak when you disagree with a campaign, when you disagree purely because you know what, I don't think the racial undertones are going to play well in South Africa mm. here. Oh, you're the only black person in the office right now and we hardly hear from you. And the one time you're going to talk, you're going to come tell us about how this is racist. Jeez. Mm. Jeez, mm. Tandi. What that, happened? That's didn't, didn't we let that all go in 1994? Jeez, Exactly.
1: Tandy. And and now you sound like Winnie Mandela, and you know how aggressive Winnie was. So it's... It sounds like, and, and you know, sometimes when you're in a space where with a lot of white people, and, and it's really just saying, you're asking them, that guys, just be more sensitive. Like, understand, don't put, like, apartheid, like, as on something that's done. And every time you, you say, just a comment, like, oh, yeah, that's a bit insensitive. They see how hectic, like, you know, uh, uh, on what the movie. Is
0: it? yeah. With
1: Winnie, as uh, in Winnie Mandela's movie that they made, like, she was, like, really for... For the struggle for it, like she was a hectic activist, like so I I would I would assume that the white people receive it like that, like whew, wow she's so sensitive. Like, like the specialist, like, oh, just put a monkey on a sweater, and just like, 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 like.
0: yeah. How do you not get that? Yes. Then you seem like you're exactly too much
1: Amanda. Then you're like okay, shop, do you what you must for yourself.
0: Remember the one with Nikon That annoyed the living Uh, daylights out of us Where we were even on this podcast Like so annoyed Um, Nikon, I think it was in 2020 uh, They had a campaign Where they were looking at uh, Photography influences in South Africa I think out of a list of 8 influences, only one of them was black The rest Were all white
1: Yes, and that's what's so worrying Because we live in Africa (laughs) These things are really worrying. (laughs) Like we live in Africa and it's just like, you'd think it's an Australian ad.
0: Exactly. And for me, you know, you know that you speak about we live in Africa. There's one that Nivea did that, like, when I read up about this one, it had my blood boiling. So in 2017, Nivea promoted a cream that gave people fairer skin, like visibly. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the tagline of the of mm-hmm. the thing, mm-hmm. visibly fairer fairer skin. Um, and this ad appeared in Nigeria. It appeared in Ghana. It appeared in Cameroon. It appeared in Senegal. And guess what it had the former Miss Nigeria Omounmi Akinifesi applying the lotion on her skin <laughs> which instantly turns lighter and it claimed and she was claiming that um it made her feel younger and i think back like how many ads how many ads can you remember with our own celebrities talking about visibly fairer skin
1: skin
0: and people were pissed because they were like, "This is promoting skin lightening in Africa. This is some black China leveled shit." You know?
1: What the hell? <laughs> that ad sounds so funny. I want to watch it. <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> like, but you see, many some of these things go back to what we discussed on um, on the on the YouTube. I mean, on the Deep Digest um, when we're discussing also like branding. Like, I feel like sometimes branding is so important. No matter how broke you are. Unless you're changing your brand, like we know, Horiye, it's Kanyin Bao, and she's gonna talk about it. She stands for it. She's not ashamed. She's saying it's for herself. Yes. Then she can go yes. do that fairer skin. because that's how she wants to. It's her personal thing. Mara, now if I'm, and now at that time play, she's yeah. And if yeah, somebody, sorry, somebody else just says, you know what, I'm just gonna go do it. I'm Miss Nigeria. What am I? What am I uh, promoting also by myself? Promoting. They told exactly. don't they give you a brief before?
0: I'm sure they do.
1: So I said, okay, I'm going to do fairer skin. Okay, they tell you, okay, the ad is going to do like this and you're going to get a little bit um, more fairer because I'm sure they didn't say lighter. And then you're like, okay, Hmm. I can be fairer than them all. And then, no, this ad sounds ridiculous.
0: (laughs) And honestly, like for me, you go even fetch Miss Nigeria. You go fetch Miss Nigeria. But I'm realizing that I think if we look back at some of the ads... That Abu Nevia and them have done in South Africa, I'm pretty sure we will come across one or two where they speak about fairer skin.
1: Yes, but let me tell you, sometimes I understood fairer as um, I would maybe say even pigmentation. Less
0: blemishes, yes. Yes, yes. less blemishes.
1: But- I, I think it would like make my complexion just, you know maybe less blemishes, like, so the darker things will just go into my name.
0: Even, tone. Tone. even that's, tone. That's That's the keyword. Even yes, tone. Even tone. That's, that's 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 the one But I mean It it reminds me how This, this We're only seeing this now And it only seems like well, Our examples go back As far back as 2017 And nothing earlier Because that's when uh, That's when social media Was at its highest And people are realizing That hey I actually don't like Even if it's showing up On my TV I can come here And talk about it And say I don't like this thing That I'm seeing on my TV hey. I don't like this That I'm seeing on this website I don't like this ad I'm seeing in my newspaper In my magazine And, but when you think about it, I'm pretty sure this has been going on for years and years. I mean, maybe, maybe the black outrage part wasn't a part of it, but they are, they, this, I think for me, this black, um, this, Outrage marketing might be stemmed from stereotype Where marketing and marketers and people you would use stereotypes I mean, how many times had we seen black people dance for chicken and food In ads in mm. South Africa? Until we got onto social media and started saying Fuck, if I see another black family dancing for chicken I'm going to be fucking annoyed And then yes. that shit started dying down, you know I also But also we had and loans. Media,
1: you know the loans ones where there's yes. just black people who go for loans i'm like guys
2: yes. you know,
1: just, just just get all racist yes. it's really rude don't i don't i don't think that's no matter how true what is whatever but like because we they never well, the issues is that they never do ads that really show the white people in all spheres they only show you the white people by Santon. they don't show you the white people there by pittoria north and Danville and pittoria west it's dog. yeah so, and they
0: don't and they don't show the the white people scheming and frauding to get the millions that yes,
1: they had. yes you know? yes sorry sorry i know this is going to be I a mean, little bit off topic but um, yeah. someone mentioned that how shameless um the, hollywood is going on the route where um actually start not off topic like um remember like when we used to watch television we'd see the black man for the criminal the this the this you know, taking the bus, five buses before he gets to town, whatever. And then the white kids would always be yes. living, whatever. Hollywood is shifting away from that. Obviously we've got new, innovative, young directors and writers who had a whole series, like shameless Bongani. I couldn't believe it. You know, I stopped watching it because that, that, that just watching it fucked with me. That, that how a white
0: family that lives in an upstairs yes, house. What people would
1: say What trailer tra- trash. Sorry, and they'd say they were poor. <laughs>
0: the poor yes. And they Pongani. were saying they were poor, and you Pongani. were like, "How are you poor when you've got a fucking upstairs?"
1: No, no, Bongani. That house is toxic. No ways. For me, that household, everything about it, I didn't even like. It wasn't even like I was sympathizing with the main character, and I appreciated them showing that, even if there, there is white people who are living in like white neighborhoods, because obviously, even with apartheid and whatever, they made sure to take us and scare us out of the cities. So that they can live in there. So yes. even if it's in their poorest state yes. and they do have um, a title, D, they had a flat or a house in the suburbs, there are people who are like, they're so poor and you're just like, oh my God. Like, let me tell you, that series, um, Fiona, the lead character, quit that series because yes. in the long run, it she wrote and said, it's, it's already fucking with me in my personal life. I cannot continue doing it. That's how toxic and, How was it and
0: fucking with her in her personal life?
1: Have you seen that show?
0: No. Yes, I, I have. Think, I have. I have.
1: How many seasons?
0: I think I stopped at like season four or five. Really? I'm not sure.
1: Like whatever you've seen from the beginning yeah. to the end, like the life of that woman and that family has not changed. The dynamic of like how you would assume that all those kids with the sacrifices that the sister had made would um oh my god, this is becoming recap. Sorry. <laughs> would would like <laughs> learn. But it just showed and shed light. What I liked, what they did there, it shed light on what we didn't know about the um, white people we obviously i'm not saying that oh no no it's just black people are or struggling or whatever but i like that hollywood now is trying to diversify even netflix and all these new streaming sites that are allowing independent artists to come out with stories that are like i mean that's probably like a white person who's wrote that story about themselves and about their lives so our children are not going to go up grow mm. up just sitting and watching like having fresh prince of ballet rich
0: white people as the yeah. only
1: reference for like having a black person with a butler now they will see that it's like must make it it's not even about wuti you know what i mean and even myself me I yeah. can it there, even if i'm black you know what i mean so i love that hollywood is trying to go there even ourselves as content creators i mean i saw Mikali on her stories when she hires she says guys i'm looking for this 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 preferably black owned and we shouldn't be ashamed to say black owned. Mm. no one's making these ads i thinking saw yeah
0: I saw uh, a a YouTuber explain Lil Nas X's latest video, the Montero video, mm-hmm. and she was explaining the Bible, just the Bible story in terms of Adam and Eve and what happened in uh, the mm-hmm. Garden of Eden. And as I'm watching, she's a black. Um. Uh. I don't know if you know it, the impressive channel.
2: Mm-hmm. Impressive. No.
0: Um. She's a black gossip YouTuber. Um. But with mm-hmm. more of a with more of a music focus.
2: So as she was
0: explaining the the story of the Garden of Eden and she's um, reviewing Lil Nas X's video, as she's explaining the Garden of Eden, all she keeps using are references of a black Adam and a black Eve over and over and over. When she speaks about Christianity and she speaks about Jesus, she's using references of a black Jesus. And (laughs) it's just like, you know what? This is what I'm here for. This is what I love. This is what I'm enjoying right now. And it's tying back to what you're saying.
1: Yes.
0: We're yeah, so, influential. so I think
1: uh-uh, we must use that. We really uh, are. Black, really, uh,
0: <laughs> Black Adam.
1: But so, we-
0: a lot of people, Sorry? yes.
1: No, I yeah. wanted to ask if there's any people who are doing any good in the advertising space.
0: There are. I was actually about to say that. Um, so there are people who are doing some some good and these are people who have realized that rather than provoking a reaction, um, it's better to just channel public anger against a social or political issue in order to gain consumer attention. So a good example of this would be Nike. I don't know if you remember the whole co- um, Colin Kaepernick incident where he took a knee during um, the anthem and Nike fully supported him, even though um the football association, I think that side was just not. He wasn't getting any jobs, he wasn't booked on any teams or anything like that. But Nike was behind him. The same goes for Casta Simenia, who is who has been to and from Swedish courts or French courts, I forgot which one it is, to prove her womanhood and to prove and to fight for the fact that um uh, a high level of uh, testosterone that naturally occurs yeah. in a woman's body should not disqualify her from doing the long meter run and stuff like that. Nike has stood behind her and they haven't um, faulted. They haven't unwavered. They've been like s- head on, like strong behind mm-hmm. Ukehastosimi. Even- and this is the whole thing of instead of trying to upset um, black outrage and using that to. S- to sell but let's rather stand behind causes that upset the black community that upset marginalized communities and bring light to a cause uh, of um structural um change that is needed
1: yeah i even saw an ad yeah, who's the guy who was your white people huh? um the, the, the <laughs> famous um golf player like the really talented man
0: tiger woods
1: Tiger Woods, remember they had closed them out and they were thinking they were done with him. Did you see yes. the ad? Yeah, yeah Nike, yeah, Tiger Woods.
0: No, I haven't seen it.
1: So, like, it's also on the same Paul, or Casta uh, Semenya or whatever, how Nike stands behind you and they create really, really groundbreaking ads that create about a change, that create conversation, that make you believe in the brand. Whether Nike or not is doing it for Casper personally, personally for... Oh, if um, I get a Casper, Casta. Personally, I was
0: wondering. I thought I heard wrong. <laughs> oh
1: no 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 no! Casta with Nike. Whatever they do, yes. it, whether it's an agenda for themselves to go to the to the friends, I will believe in Nike. I will believe that if they're saying Casta can do this, I definitely can do it, and I can wake up and just do it. So for me, it's it's exactly. that. Like I mean, I understand the outrage, but I also understand believing in a brand. There's people who will freaking get a tattoo of Nike on their body. And that's what people want. That's what you want with a brand. And you're like, you know what? I'm committing to the brand till the day I die because these people get me. What? 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 That's what you want. Not only hot minutes were hot and were mad, and then yes, I'm still gonna shop at you. But if your chi- your price is too like, so expensive, I'm gonna go to Zara or compare it to what? What? There's people who don't compromise. If this is the brand or the shop I mm. go to, you know, old people with words. Mm.
0: Mm. The cover will tell you and, quality. It's true. It's
1: final. It's final. It's final. If it's true, it's whatever. They will commit to it, and it's final. I bueno, now, if you yeah. say, uh, so for me, I feel like, yes, uh, the, the, this aggression, this black outrage marketing strategy will work. Yes, it's going to work for the hot minutes. We're going to discuss it. We're really going to get over it. But is it doing a long-term effect for me to feel like to this day? There's, there's, there's products that my mom recommends recommend for me to this day. There's like that brandy akatakura she used when she was young, and she will still swear by it by now. It's a changed brand. Yeah, it and makes I mean, you different. But, you know, I feel like... Yeah, Nike, wow. that You have to see it. The Tiger Woods.
0: Yes. I love how they stand behind Serena as well. Serena Williams in terms of um how she's always being painted as this um hyper emotional black masculine woman and nike is just all about breaking down those barriers and representing her as a a human being and uh an athlete the athlete she deserves to be recognized as she is instead of these tabloids a lot of them um would uh ridicule her for her looks or um how she played during a match or something like that you know they stand behind Serena and they keep on just showing mm. that regardless of how the media plans to portray her as this hyper-emotional um, masculine woman, black woman, they like just represent her as a human. And that's she who is. she is. And an, and a star athlete. It's as simple as that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good plan. I will
0: not lie. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. I think this one is going to need a part two. We're going to need some experts to join us and give us yes. their opinions. we were just we were just going off of emotions (laughs) (laughs) yes we need people who are actually working in the marketing industry and who have actually have uh uh, a a few um um i don't want to say degrees but know what's what in this industry to come through and let us know is this honestly a strategy that's working or is it something we're noticing now? Thanks God to social media.
1: Thank God to social media and us having an opinion.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's been a great Tanzanti recap. Uh, let's. I always say after each link, I keep saying let's leave it there. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say let's leave it there. Leave it there. Tanzanti recap. As kote <laughs> <that show.
1: laughs> <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, Instagram At The Rewind underscore essay And
0: send an email to The Rewind essay at gmail.com You're listening to The Rewind Come on! Word on the street We go Word on the street
3: um, So usually, like me myself If I owe people money I know that I tell them at time that I will for example pay them end of the month or whatever. Yes. And that's then I like, you pay them. They don't need to ask for their money. So I'd expect people to do the same thing. But if they don't I do remind really yes. and if you see you yeah, are like a rotten tomato, I don't care, I'll actually remind you to a point where I'll leave it alone and trust if you ask for help again I will not give you that help. Mm, I let it her. go
0: so that when they come back you can be like because oh, you so know they will 200 <laughs> yeah yes remember that 200
1: yeah yeah 77 seven.
0: mm. someone someone said someone I saw someone status um they were saying that a friend called them up out of nowhere at the family a week a couple of um years <laughs> ago from this person <laughs> Yo! T- okay, maga phone. Ovelo ati tatale ya weekly and weh itengi so seven to simali ako na atropi phone.
1: That's good. That's good. You know, a, a similar story is when this, I read this post with this guy. Um, a WhatsApp conversation. This guy asks me, "Is okay?" Then the guy's like, "Hey, he's like, what about gig? Ella, ella naku busayo na barin. Ho shapu if bago patai la gari chipsi for for your set." Huh? <laughs> I've never laughed so the hard. Chief,
0: wait, 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 wait. wait. Chief wrong.
1: Lucky, Not that it matters. See.
0: But I'd like to understand, imagine. I'd like to understand what in their head makes sense. Like, out of <laughs> all the variants that cheap that exist in this world, like, that which ones would be equivalent of paying you money? Actual money.
1: <sighs> like, they didn't say, okay, you know, maybe, like, you will be... <laughs> I don't know what could each. I was. I was like, it's an actual WhatsApp conversation, but it, is it it's say.
0: is hmm. saying nothing. No, the, the chips t- they have already decided. You know what? This is what's good enough for her. No,
1: chips with ribs. The chips ifela. It could be Simba chips. You know that you're right. I didn't even question what chips. I assumed her our the highest level. The the highest level would be. Chips, not like chips, maybe who said the disrespect.
0: It's a sad day when artists have to level their talent worth yeah. according to variants of chips in yeah, South Africa. That is true. Setia how How Kadi chips. Imagine.
1: chips <laughs> for I don't know. Like, that's the day I will cut. That's the day I will cut. I'll be like, I'm done. What the
0: chips? <sighs> that is, I'm sorry, Bonza. What? So how did I just, I just, just out of curiosity, how did it end up? Did you end up taking the gig or not?
1: Not me. I read a WhatsApp screen grab. Yo.
0: Oh, I thought this is an offer you.
1: Yo, no ways. I'll burn down that place if that was even an option. The chipsy. No, no. I read it on someone's story. Like they were like getting that.
0: Damn. Damn, well, that that that's quite interesting. Yeah. I I I would that that's rude, if anything. That it is isn't. definitely rude, if anything. Mm. But um thank you, Mzansi, for letting us know how you go fetch people who owe you your money. Um it's been a great podcast. We spoke about hey, grown up things, tax. Yes. Tax. So who would have thought the day would have come when we we're speaking about tax on this podcast? And we did that. Yes, you know? <laughs> I was actually thinking, you should have. Hi, this is Bonnet-Hop, Punta, the voice, Malibye Can
1: <laughs> I oh. get a voice, the voice. The voice. The
0: voice of. I uh-uh, know. don't do the voice of. Kelly Kumano's already doing the voice of Africa.
1: Oh, she, okay. It? She's taking over punta the punta of Africa on her
0: own. Arish is the voice of Africa. Ah,
1: okay.
0: Maybe Let's you can her. call yourself um, Punta, manana, that girl with that voice. <laughs> I, had an, I had it nicer. I had it nicer. No, no, no actually, we'll figure this is it helpful. Out.
1: This is something better than... Better than
0: what I have, so thank you. I will work on that. Um, vocal <laughs> slayer on
1: demand. <laughs> well, Hi, is I'm vocal fun slay
0: queen. Like, Puntamalebe. No, 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 no. That one was a nice one. I'm vocal slay queen. Puntamalebe. That's a nice one.
1: Slay queen, nope. bongani.
0: Okay, not slay queen. Vocal slayer. Yeah. Nahana,
1: I'm I'm a, a sucker hand, and then um. Yeah, let's close it. Also, do You have any closing words? No, my closing, I'm closing words. Over. No, what my do you call it? My closing words. It's not yes. called closing words. What? You call it something. What do the... I... at the end of the show, you say something.
0: I, I say closing words. Is it not closing words?
1: Mm-mm. They will correct you. The Parting thoughts, final thoughts.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, <laughs> the will producers it, will yeah, get Closing the thoughts um, Closing thoughts um, Oh, this is a beautiful one That uh, has been buzzing In our house um, Always aim to be And don't seem to be
1: Ah. Hmm. Wow. Aim
0: to be And don't seem to be
1: put I'm away the facade
0: inside. actually be. Aim, to
1: be aim to be don't seem to be
0: and yes yes
1: wow that is so powerful i, feel I don't like know where that point... is from mm-hmm. but
0: yes no sorry no, no, you were thank about you to so say much
1: for that. no i was like i feel like it even sounds so sad to be seeming like i just oh it's, it sounds draining pretending so that is so powerful rather try being the best than wanting to look like you're the best i love it guys your mantra is gonna be my mantra for this month
0: amen and amen let's leave it there thank you so much for yeah. tuning in remember to hit us up at the rewind underscore gmail uh-uh at the rewind podcast at com on social media it's at the rewind underscore essay and on the Say. website it's the rewind mm. dot com.
1: I love Ooh. it for us. Wow. Look at we us. Love Episode it for us. website? What is this? Why didn't you tell us before, Bongani? We love it. Okay, bye,
0: guys. I'm a pause.
1: Bye. YouTube Digest. Digest. The Rewind. Ujiwaki. Am,
0: am, am I saying this right? Ujiwaki.
1: Press forward.
2: <laughs> Word, Word on the street.